This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this episode of Property Jam, the podcast where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And today, this week, we're talking about something which is very close to our hearts. It's something which we've just done quite a bit of over the summer, uh, and it's networking. And in order to grow any business, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Actually, no, it's not true. You do need to know what you're doing, but it's really hard. <laughs> It's, it's really, that's, that's the saying, isn't it? But you really have to be able to know some really decent people in your industry to, to grow, but getting, getting around people that can help you in some way, shape or form, whether that's going out and raising finance, whether that's going out and looking for business partners, whether that's going out there looking for, for properties or for deals or for, for anything. It's about who you know and the relationship you can build. Uh, I think the angle that we wanted to come at this from was choosing the right place to go and network to make I suppose it's to to allow you to be the best version of yourself mm. in a networking environment does that sound fair it does I think also the word networking god it's it's that when you say we're branding it just everyone just gets so put off by it because it just that's sounds... exactly what we should call we should call the episode yeah networking networking <laughs> no, it, it'll, it'll be a little a little a uh, little bit above licensing you know yeah. episodes of all time just for no one to ever listen to it again. Ever. Because <laughs> honestly, it's, it's so like, that word just is just the repellent of all words, isn't it? Because people hate it so much. But actually, I think as soon as you categorise it, uh, it becomes quite intimidating. Mm. But, so yeah. what would you call it instead then? I think... So- <sighs> Socialising? Yeah, that was kind of what was going to come out of my mouth. Because the reason... That was said- in my head too, but is that not too informal? I don't know. Mm, well this is the thing I think the formality of networking is kind of what ruins it a wee bit because we we decided to talk about this on the back of your HMO platform summer party that we had last Wednesday and you Niall said that the reason it felt so great and you know y- you know you feel kind of blessed to be around like-minded people is because you were in a group of people who are on the same sort of life hymn sheet as you business hymn sheet as you who you could just be yourself with and I actually think that is the secret of networking it's not talking about deals it's never talking about deals because if you or, or going into what you think should be a good space to, to talk shop and talk business. I mean, that happens, but it, it, I think the best conversations tend to happen more organically in an environment where it isn't just about that. You know, we were all there to have a good time and we actually got talking about stuff because we happen to be in the same industry. And but we were there to kind of let our hair down, listen to music, dance, eat, drink. And that felt it gives you permission to to be relaxed. Whereas if it's like this is a business networking meeting, we're going to be talking about business. (laughs) It's like there's almost no license to be you. Well, I think I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute. Mm. Uh Oh, because if you if there's an event on and there's no structure there's no okay, structure's the wrong word okay there are ways that you can make a networking event better because if you're going to go and you don't know anybody how do you know who to talk to so playing devil's advocate 
a little bit of structure can help people to uh, to start those conversations. So, for example, uh, doing you know round robin where everyone says who they are, where they're based, what they do, oh. so that you can. I know, I know, it's like really frustratingly. Well, you go ah, as in you don't like the idea, Joe. Well, do you know what? I'm I'm actually thinking back to the days where you and I used to run a network together. Yeah. And our, our little structure and what we did. So we used to run this little thing called a, a wealth investing network in central London. And it, I quite liked it because it was it was an intro of us kind of jumping around the front, um, you know, very casually dressed, very informally kind of conversational in our, our yeah. sort of MC role. Two speakers normally about wildly different topics with kind of the more forced networking in between. And mm -hmm. there were some rules around that, but we made it fun. There was a game you could sort of like, you know, the best networking. Seven degrees of wealth separation. That's all that kind of stuff. So the six degrees, did, six, six degrees of wealth separation. Yeah, we Five used degrees. to. So, yeah, we used to six. So we we used to have a lot of fun with it. But for me. Oh, God. As soon as there's a a formal structure for me, I like I like a formal structure um, to learn, mm. to listen, and to kind of gather knowledge about my industry. I don't like a formal networking structure. I for me, networking happens in and around the formal structure of knowledge gathering or kind of industry improving. Do you know? What yeah. I mean? I think I agree with that. And I think that's why the event last week worked so well. And I think that's why as well with our, um, uh, even our Brighton property mate, it's very, very informal. So people just turn up, they're in a very chilled out environment. They're in a bar, in a pub. They know they're going to meet people and talk about property stuff. Um, but what we talk about is dependent on who turns up. So there's no set agenda um, where you have a, particular speaker or it's a more structured event I can understand it to a certain extent that it will draw people perhaps to the event but are you drawing the right people like are you going to gain any benefit from going to that networking event and the whole point of going to a networking event and putting yourself out there is to actually meet people mm -hmm. like Matt said earlier that you can perhaps uh, JV with that you can work with that you can maybe find tradespeople or architects or whoever it might be so if it's too structured, then it limits the type of people that are going to come there and becomes a little bit more too rigid and uncomfortable in the room for, especially for my personality type. I like to mingle and meet people and talk to people. If I'm sitting listening to someone yattering on for a little bit, then that can put me off. But I think it's, to build on that, I think it's like when networking is prescribed, you don't network. Mm if that makes sense, because what happens is, especially if it, if it, if it's like, a, you have to speak to three people in the next 10 minutes and you have to, you know, collect their business card and then you have to follow up with them. We've done this. And this was Matt and I's structure basically for, for about a year. And I remember you'd get into a really great, you'd start to really have an organic conversation with somebody and it started to really go somewhere. And, you know, then all of a sudden you've got some idiot shouting on a microphone, swap over change over move on to the next person and i'm like whoa mm. right yeah, yeah yeah and i'm thinking mm, no that's not quite this it, it doesn't feel quite right it feels like you're you're trying to force something so it becomes about the quantity over the quality because if that person 
has gone there with a set intention to go and speak to somebody or seek out someone specific, then you're basically disrupting that because of your agenda. And I just don't think that's quite... Okay, so devil's advocate again. What if you're someone who's completely, yeah, your first time you've been there and you just want to speak to as many people as possible um, and there are all these little different little cliques forming, people who know each other and it's difficult to to get in there. I I think that there's, there's got to be like a a happy medium. So playing a few games, and this is what I think about it. If you give people some structure, just enough, so that they can maybe make a few connections of people I want to go back to and speak to. Um, I think it's about giving people enough time to have some meaningful conversations and maybe have, have so it's almost like you, you have a beginning and an end time. Uh, when you're in the like park, there is, there is no end time. So for example, you could start off by saying, right, the first 20 minutes, first half an hour is going to be quite structured and we're going to have the opportunity to network with a few different people we're going to play a few games uh we'll have maybe a few people service providers putting the hand up and saying if you need this 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 is this then go speak to these people after that then you can go and and drink to your heart's content in the pub and that's an idea that i have had about bright property meet that we could do to um first of all have a formal start time so that people actually turn up on time and maybe Mm. we toy around with what that is and then and then have like a bit of a a formal bit um bit of an intro and it doesn't need to be more than like 15 20 minutes mm. um and, and 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 that's it and we i think we did it once and people enjoyed it because you got an opportunity to say oh, i actually want to speak to that person who's right at the other side of the pro- of the room and i'm probably not going to get to them unless in the next hour so i'm, I'm going to make more of an effort to get to them so i, I think there has to be some kind of you know mm. way I'm not saying there is a right or a wrong way, but mm. I think that's it. I think that I don't think there is necessarily a right or a wrong way because it's really dependent on the person's personality, where they're at in their adventure and what it is that they're looking for. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, so where, where I am right now, I really like going out and just speaking to people and finding new connect- connections and stuff. And I'm not really that interested in listening to speakers because I know what their strategy is. I don't need to, someone to tell me what the, all the other strategies are. Um, you know, we've we've got a team around us, so I don't need someone to tell me that we need a new accountant, uh, accountancy firm. Although we are maybe changing accounts, but that's a different story. But we you know we can find bad example, <laughs> bad example, bad <laughs> example. But we can we we're we're been at it long enough now to be able to find our own team, to be able to find the people that we need in our uh, business without having to go to a networking event. Um, so I guess maybe four, three, four, five years ago. And it would have been a different view on it. I think what it is with with networking is that most people hate it, right? You, even just saying the word networking, I I love it. I mean, I, I well, uh, hmm, I've, I've I've got mixed feelings about it because I I love being with people, but I also find networking events incredibly contrived. So what I I will shy away from the whole kind of, you know, I'll be a wallflower during the formal part. Um, I'll talk to people if I have to, if I'm sort of got a very specific agenda or whatever. But the best networking that ever happens is always when there is a focus other than what you're talking about or like that. It's and there's an activity, for example, or you're in a social setting or you're at the bar after the event or something like that. And um, yeah, in fact, interesting story. I was talking to uh, Max Rayner, friend of Property Jam. 
and we have this conversation a lot about how you raise finance, how you um, build relationships in property. And what he was saying is he he was getting really pissed off actually on on at, at the, the summer party because he said what people were doing is in a social setting they were coming over and all they wanted to do immediately was talk shop. And he's like, if you want to talk shop with me, ask me about me as a person first. He's like, there's a, there's an entry point here. If someone just comes in and all they want to talk is shop, they're like, oh hi, so you're in care homes. How did you get into care homes? He's like, literally, he said, the first thing that comes into his head is like, fuck off, mate. Like, I don't want to talk to you. And I was thinking, I'll be exactly the same. When people just go in hard and they just, they go in for their agenda, it, it's it, it's just, it just feels so unnatural. And you I think you have permission to do that in a formal setting, but in an informal setting, you've got to play, you've got to play your networking tactics right. And I think that comes down to preference because an informal setting will suit an introvert a formal setting will not there's all these different things that you've got to take into account yeah I I know what you mean and I'm not a huge fan of networking so for for those reasons because people are generally coming up and saying okay so and asking about something they're doing Mm. I'm actually actually getting it quite a bit now with with people on networking with people that got my number and whatsapp me and just like it become, becomes quite quite a, a lot so i've started referring people to you know, go if you want to know this stuff just go on one of our webinars i'm going to talk to you this for about an hour and a half yeah. on tomorrow you know which uh, which is not taking time out of my diary i'm not happy to take time out of my diary but if you're just looking for some you know some free advice you just come to one of our you know workshops and and uh you know either ask a question there or you know just listen and learn rather than try and shortcut um uh and i do get to lots of networking events um and it does make me not want to not want to go the same reasons that nile said don't necessarily want to listen to lots of speakers because uh, actually no every time i have been to a networking event and i want to give it a go i'm always disappointed just going oh can get, get on with it uh, and there's been the odd occasion where um it has been quite quite good um they're talking about an interesting strategy that i'm interested in or something you know, and I maybe take one tip of information away, where quite often those networking events are geared for people who are in a very different place to where we are. Um, and yeah. it, therefore, even the people that are in the room are the wrong types of people for us to be work, working with or, or looking for. So you kind of need to find your tribe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And we've got a great tribe with, with what we do. We track some amazing people. I think it just goes, yeah, what led, led on to this is the, the fact that we had an amazing event and everyone in that room was just an absolute legend. And there was no one in that room that I wasn't proud to be working with. Um, Completely agree. And, and I think it just goes to show you that, yeah, you, I think get yourself around the right people. But then how do you know where the right people are? And I think, and that, I think that, that is the, that is the, the theme of this. But that's the theme of this episode, I think. Is how do you know where those people are? Well, I think there's different things you can do. So I think it's all about quality over quantity. I don't think you suddenly just become this networking nutter. You just go to every single event and, you know, just think it's a, almost like a case of numbers. You'll, you'll, you know, something will stick eventually. You can do that, but I, I presume most people don't have that time or that energy. I think it's about knowing... And I talk about this in um, the socials module that I teach for your your training platform is is 
know what it is you want. So when you when you know what it is you want, then you go and think about, well, where am I likely to find that? And you can actually research networks before you just go along. And you might go along and it doesn't quite feel right or it doesn't suit you. And then I do think it's a bit of a, a suck it and see, but you don't have to suck every single one and see. Like I just think that's yeah. a bit too intense. The other thing is people don't know how to network because people go along only with their agenda in mind. And then what happens is they become agenda consumers because what they're doing is they're just consuming information based on what their agenda is. They do not consider fair exchange. They only are asking people for what serves them. They're not offering up their services to other people unless they're selling a product or service. And I think you, you, you have to be really aware of that fine conversational balance um, when you are entering into a room. Because like you say, if someone comes up and says, oh, how did you get into uh, HMOs? You're like, oh, geez. You know, like they're trying to suck information out of you. Where if someone came up and said, you know what, I follow you on Instagram. I really love the stuff that you guys, you guys do. Um, and I'm, I'm really interested in it. Um, like here's where I am in my journey uh, and actually this is what I'm looking to do and maybe in the, in the future we can work together but like how did you get started do you know what I mean there is kind of like a setting of or I actually do this and I'm interested in helping you with the kind of projects that you do you're you're kind of setting it up for some sort of exchange and it, people don't offer that up now I think it's very much this instant gratification of like I have something I need this you have it and I'm going to come up and I'm going to ask for it, um, which can be quite off-putting to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, as you say, fair exchange. Uh, and just asking a question, ask about them. Yeah. And that's yes. probably the best conversation starter. Ask someone about themselves, then they'll start talking for a bit and they'll either keep talking or they'll gradually turn it around to ask about you. And then there's your opportunity to chat because you've started breaking the ice with them uh, going back to max again we were talking he was pl he plays golf with a lot of high net worth individuals and he was saying the one thing they never talk about on the golf course is property mm. you know like you, you go along and you build these relationships and you talk to people and you create that rapport they know what you do but not because you offered it up front you're like oh i'm a professional property investor and i do and you've just given them the spiel that builds up over time. It's like, well, you know, what do you do with yourself? Oh, well, I actually do this in care homes. Oh, really? That's really interesting. Tell me a bit more about it. And then you just kind of incidentally slip it into conversation. And then the first thing you do is stop talking about it. Because if you then suddenly turn it to kind of like, well, if you'd like to be involved, I can, we can have a follow-up conversation. It's suddenly a sales call on a golf course. So the first thing you do is stop talking about what you do because you're focused on building the relationship, not asking for what it there. is you need. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, that what that does is it puts a person at ease because they, they realize they're not going to be used. They're not going to be approached. They're not going to be, you know, put upon or pressured. And actually what that does a little bit, I always liken everything to dating. It kind of makes them feel like, oh, you know, they want to know more. They're curious about it. So then they'll ask you further questions. So as and when the time is right, you've organically got there through, through a bit of a relationship build. Mm. And so, yeah, I just think... That is an art. And I will I will say it's a bit like when someone just jumps into your inbox on LinkedIn, which we talked about recently as well. 
I exactly. can't bear it. I cannot bear it. It's that's online networking, isn't it? That's cold calling, and it just you would you hate cold calling online, and you hate cold calls. You hate everything like that. So why would you spam someone at a networking event? I've literally just got one of those messages today, actually. And the, to say it's a message is a bit of a uh, it's an unfair thing to call it because I've literally just got a link to a website saying, here's how we can help you. And they're like, well, how do you know you can help me? I haven't asked for any help. Right. What, what makes you assume that I needed the help or that you've got the help that I need or that I've asked or wanted? Yeah. Yeah, uh, don't like it. I don't like it. I will completely ignore that website for the rest of my life. <laughs> I got one as well. So I ended up befriending a guy recently and he's like, oh, hi, thanks for connecting. Hope you're doing well. Just noticed on your bio that you are a performance energy coach. I believe you might be interested in this. I'm managing a blah, 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 where you can earn £10,000 a month. It's like, what? Like, I... And then just sends me a link to this, this online program, which apparently is going to earn me £10,000 a month. And I'm like, dude... <laughs> instantly want to unfriend you mm. like you just gone in yeah. for the kill and it's like people do that at networking events people actually go up and ask people for money on the, the moment they've met them so or do you sell think a product then, is, or service. is there a proportion of the population then that would actually um appreciate that approach so here's the thing i've spoken to a lot of people in general chit chat about linkedin right and that whole kind of like direct messaging never ever ever have I spoken to somebody who said they have really enjoyed that or, or responded uh, you know in like a, a, conti- a consistently positive way to constantly having information thrown at them yeah I, I can't imagine it either but I don't know I'm, I'm a bit odd so maybe I don't know I think you're odd I mean you've so no, I'm, I'm just going through my LinkedIn now just to see uh, what's going in. I kind of generally quite ignore them. Hi, Matt. I noticed you're a coach and wanted to connect. I'm always looking to expand my network. And when I came across your profile, I was intrigued. I would love to connect with you. What do you think? That's okay. And then I just ignore it because I get loads of those things anyway. Uh, yeah, glad to connect, know. Matt. Uh, I'm curious. Are you currently selling any coaching programs? Do you know, he's asking questions. So it's not I think that, that's better than him trying to sell his wares to you on day one. Yeah, but that is him trying to sell his wares to you. But within six days, he's already sent, he's already sent through his um, a case study. Would you interest in testing, checking out a video of it? This is called a nurture sequence. I mean, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, just following up, are you free for chat? Fuck um, off. I mean, instant, I'm just like, fuck off. Fuck off. Leave me alone. Fuck off. Yeah. And then brokers are, the, are, are quite good for it. <laughs> Hey Matt, thanks for the connection. We are working on an exclusive team of mortgage brokers with a completely broker-free fee, which means no broker cost to call. Any mortgage needs not right now, just reply to the below. And if I'll appoint you to broker to call, your telephone number, your details about your first home, your buy to let. And a sample of your DNA. Thank you. Yeah. However, I had just had a message from a, a, a VA from the Philippines who is an expert in uh, uh, data scraping uh, with Nimbus planning portals and right move for three pounds an hour, which actually is quite interesting. <laughs> I was say, you're like, oh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> it's really hard, isn't it? Because I like you. I think you've both said this on a recent episode. If if something is of interest to you, you might give it a little nibble. But I don't know. I just I really find the whole thing very divisive. And in conversation and networking, I do think you can be. <sighs> There's just a fine balance, I think. You you can't just go in for the kill and expect people to respond 
to just your agenda because everyone has their own agenda. So understand the skill of understanding what somebody's agenda is. It's like in property, you know, never mind what you're looking for. If you've got somebody who's a motivated seller, when you know why they're motivated, then you can find that win-win sort of solution. And that might not be with every single seller. And it's not going to be with every single person you meet at a networking event, but unless you have the skill of asking, which I think is what's missing now, then it's not, it's not going to happen. I've got a clever one though for you. And I almost got duped by this bird. So she said, this is on LinkedIn. And she said, hi, Joe, absolutely love in capital letters, your page and that you are a coach and speaker. My girlfriend has always said the human body is just a battery. So your photo and headline really caught my eye. I'm hoping to connect with other coaches as I work to get certified and start my own business this year. I'm like, oh my God, learn a bit about you. You love me. So I got back to her. I was like, oh my God, so great. Did little, uh, you know, something like, because she just, it was such a great opener. And then um, she's like, oh, hi, Joe. Um, so th- thanks for getting back to me. Oh my God, love that you changed your banner into a rainbow. So, I mean, I'm like, oh my God, she's like looking at my page. It's amazing. Um, I'm going to check out your podcast this weekend. Great. And I was like, fantastic. Wanted to ask, have you published any books or created any line courses uh, for impact? I'm thinking of doing the same at the moment. I was like, Great. Went back to her, said, yep, considering actually doing that at the moment. You know, I'm starting to map out a, a module sequence. Awesome. Then the sales pitch. She's um, She assists people with writing books. And was that, was that enough for play? No. No. You don't know me. You say you listen to my podcast. Come back to me. It's like people, people um, who, oh yeah, your podcast sounds amazing. Or I love your podcast. Really, which episode did you like? It's bullshit. You're just lying to me. I, how how can I trust you? That's just it's quite interesting. If she listens to this episode and responds saying, "By the way, Joe, I am <laughs> sorry about that is... sequence." <laughs> <laughs> it just annoys me. I, I just think. I think there has to be integrity to your networking and your and your exchange of information. If you go in hungry, thirsty, uh, with just your agenda in mind, people are far less likely to give you a business. Of course, it's going to work on some people, but there is a real art to it. And the art is communication. And it's 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 asking people. Yeah, what are you here for? What makes yeah. you, what do you need? You need to just building that trust on day one, isn't building it? Building that trust from day one, definitely. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I can't I think of an investor who doesn't done hasn't done that. Yeah, sorry, Karen. I just want to say uh, thank you for for uh, encouraging me to check my inbox because um, I was going down as a meeting I've got tomorrow, which I've forgotten about. So, <laughs> uh, that that was organised via a, a cold call message. But I, th- I think there is there are certain things whereby it's so niche and they've actively sort you out yeah because your niche is like yes. i actually don't mind because yes i do want to speak to you about that and as i said that happened that's happened what three or four times yeah and the first thing is guess when i talk to you let's let's have a catch up next week i literally yeah. won't get on the phone to them straight away um if i don't get back to you on linkedin it's probably because it's not relevant yeah yeah um or it's someone who, who wants some information uh, we've had I have had people message me saying, when's your next course? Um, so, of course, that's different. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. If they're seeking you out to, so that, you know, they can become a client, of course, you would be an idiot to ignore a lead like that. That would yeah. That's brilliant. That's the whole point of LinkedIn. But when they are forcefully, so. 
yeah or you know when it's like your your product is so tenuous to what I do like it's like how am I this is so blanket I just feel so canvassed <laughs> then I've had I had this week um, a connection from someone who's a fire safety advisor never had anyone connect to me who does that before so I was quite intrigued and it was quite a, a very personal message and you, and you know what you can tell the ones where someone's thought about it and written it as yeah. opposed to the ones which are automated and yeah. you know, because the ones that are automated they literally take your title yeah. from your list and because you're the human battery charger yeah. you're, go- you're going to get all these things saying hi I noticed that you're the human battery charger <laughs> yes. that sounds so amazing yeah congratulations on being the human battery charger it's so ridiculous it's just got that sort of bot vibe to it hasn't it like but also- how, long have you, how, how long have you been working in the human battery charger industry <laughs> i'm like bitch i am the human battery charger industry <laughs> but you- i love it if i receive I'm more, hey, what about this one? <laughs> I'm also in the human battery charger industry. <laughs> get out, get out, get out! It's me! <laughs> I'd love I'd love to connect. <laughs> Very good. I see, hi, I see you're a human battery charger in the human battery charger industry. Uh, I'm also a human battery charger. I've been a human battery charger for the last five years. I'd love to connect. <laughs> when would be a good time? What's your phone number and your inside leg measurement, please? <laughs> I mean, that's. Sorry, what, 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 what's your voltage? What's your, what's your voltage? <laughs> oh, it's so great. Are you, would you say your, your voltage was high, medium, or low? <laughs> are you, are you, are, okay, are you going to go all night? <laughs> are you a Duracell buddy? <laughs> what if a battery come here? What if Duracell get in touch with me? uh happy days oh true <laughs> it's sponsorship there oh it's so oh, funny love it love it so it's so funny i've just got images of, of monkeys with symbols right but see <laughs> okay listen rabbits. right if you if you went in if you if you slid into my inbox with this chat i am gonna chat to you because that is so funny there was another guy actually who who got in touch and he was so funny it was such a funny opener, but it was, it was, it was a professional funny, you know, it was really good. And I was like, oh, actually, I want to reply to this. And, and again, it was just a nice exchange of, of information, but, you know, and it was no pressure. It was very much like, oh, so what I, I do think is really clever, though, and I do think people can use this to their advantage. You know, on Facebook, you can see um, if you've um, uh, got your if you're into an event, whether it's social, professional or otherwise, you can actually see other people in your network who are going. Mm-hmm. So kind of like contacting somebody who isn't just nothing to do with your business that you actually think, oh, I would like to get to know them better. is to go, um, just going to reach out ahead of this event. I'm so and so I do this and I see that you're going to be at this event um it would be really great to um to see if we can find each other on the day because um I think I think we can be of help to each other in some way I'll, I'll seek you out I'll be the one with the carnation on the clock or something really silly that's a great idea because you're not forcing the conversation online you're just setting an intention and they'll they'll look out for you too so that that's a quite a nice way to do it so yeah I just the art of the art the subtle art of communication 
is especially when you're in our industry where oh god we have we need to help with so much of what we do you know um i think that's a good point because there are loads of people that have connected with us um on social media with that really direct gung-ho approach that could have actually been really useful but because of their <laughs> first impressions first impressions can't and if they've pissed me off on day one the chances are i'm not going to go back and look to see what they're actually doing or whether they can help 100 percent Honestly, though, if, if anyone ever needs a mortgage broker, I've been approached by hundreds and hundreds of mortgage brokers. So you got a Rolodex. I honestly, the kids won't know what that is. Uh, Rolodex. <laughs> Showing your age, Matthew. Okay, so I've, I've never had a Rolodex. I've just seen him in the movies. Yeah, same. Yeah, eighteen yeah. movies, right? Yeah. So no, a, no, do you actually a... have a full Rolodex of brokers? You just twiddle it on the regular. Mm -hmm. Or a file. I, don't, I do not twiddle with my brokers. Just make <laughs> that clear. Cool. Yeah. Say, alternatively, you have a file of facts. Um, I have to say, I did have a file of facts as a kid. File of, I actually forgot what a file of facts is. Um, it's like the same, but yeah, it's a book. Oh, it was a book, was it? So, so you, you say you bet, you, I think you got this thing down the side where you can move it up and down to the. Yeah, we had one of those. The, the, um, <sighs> Like the starting letter you want of the alphabet, so you can open it, and then you've got you know we all, we use that as a D. We use that as a phone book at home. Wow, yeah, everyone's same, phone same idea, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah. I'm getting confused between a phone book and a file of facts. So file of facts are quite thick, aren't they? Yeah, I thought file of facts were quite. I thought file of facts were just tabulated, like color tabulated, like it. I might be completely. Or oh, isn't file of facts something you just sort through? Like it's almost like a, like a. I actually don't remember. I know Rolodex. You go back to Rolodex there. Rolodex no, a Rolodex went round. I feel like a file of facts was just like a in a, like a box. Like you just it's not just a book. It just looks like a, a file of facts is definitely a book. A Rolodex is is this one. So file of facts, Rolodex, and um, it's like a week. It's a diary, basically, isn't it? It's, it's a diary. A, a file of facts is a diary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're you're you've got index cards in your in your in your. In yes. Yeah, I'm going to Google it. What you carry on? So file effects now. Yeah. To be honest, I'd like to wrap this up now before we start. Yeah, I think we could. I think we could end it there. Can I just uh, let's just get this right? I need to file 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 of. Is it file facts? Philo, yeah. Philo, as in pastry. Philo facts. File facts. Here we go. And the it, yeah, you're right. It's a it's a color tabulated diary. That's what I thought it was. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, on that note, I feel like we are we have set the world to right. Network uh, better. <laughs> network better. Get a file of facts. And a Rolodex. A and a Rolodex. And off now. Off me. When I'm fiddling with my broker. And on that <laughs> note, that's all the day. Thank you for listening. I've been Matt Baker. Goodbye. <laughs> no, you fucked it up because uh, it's a goodbye from me. It doesn't, nothing works. Nothing works. This is. You don't know what to say. So I was just keeping on taser. It's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. Jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more. 
on Facebook, search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at propertyjampodcast at outlook.com. See, See you on, on the next, next episode. episode.